Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. Welcome in, everyone. Welcome to episode 124 of the Poke Tower Podcast. I'm your host, Gengar Greasy. If you're new here, this is a collectibles and trading cards podcast. We talk about everything Yu Gi Oh!, Pokemon, Dragon Ball, Digimon. However, Today is going to be a special Digimon episode, specifically vintage Digimon, if you've seen the title. Um, I had a question in my Discord that, kind of a complex question, it's hard to explain if you haven't seen the full picture of this since, you know, 2020 and until today, and then going further back and knowing what was going on before 2020. So today's episode will be an explanation and the best way I can answer the question because there's so many different factors that, that play into it that I can't, I can't just say it's this. It's a bunch of things. Um, so we're going to dig into that and it can be applied to any TCG, any sports, like any collectibles. It can be, it, this can be applied and you'll see it take place in other collectibles. Now with Digimon... It's a little bit more of a small, it's one of the smallest markets around. So when you see it, it's really bad, really, really bad. So that's the focus. It's a special episode of the podcast. This light is in the way. That needs to go. There we go. Jeez. Okay. Um, so we're, we're going to be talking about that. If you're not a D- Digimon person, I, I guarantee you there's still useful information and things that you will understand help it'll 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 help you understand more about what you are collecting and why things are the way they are but first off let's start with the news um we got some news this week the pokey tower discord box break for the end of february i know today is the 28th when you listen to this if you're the morning crew you're hearing this on march 1st or you're listening tuesday night which is cool thanks for tuning in early um we're doing the pokey tower february box break friday march 3rd at 7 30 p.m central on YouTube, the 2022 Donruss football hobby box sold out. Um, I'm actually surprised. I didn't realize that there were that many people down for the sports cards, but it sold out. Um, we still have plenty of Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Dragon Ball, Digimon. We have plenty of that. So if you want to get in, I would get in, go to the Poketower.com, get your packs. They're, they're less than five bucks. Um, the reason you want to do that is because we're giving away three slabs. Um, there's a There's a gold... PSA Pokemon card in there. There is a, I believe there's a maximum gold or, or yeah, maximum gold red eyes, black dragon. And there is a PSA 10 Batman Ninja, uh, all from my PC. Those are the top three giveaway prizes. When you, when you play in the box break, you, you automatically get entered. So, um, if you haven't yet head to the pokeytower.com, you got till about Friday afternoon to get your packs. Okay. Other news. It's 124. Holy crap. Episode 124. Um, thank you guys for sticking around. Before we start the Digimon stuff, we'll go ahead and get into Gengar's Grabs this week. This is our segment all about you guys. There we go. Gengar's Grabs. Um, if, if you don't know what this is, you got to join our Discord. It's free. Um, that link is available in any of our podcast videos. Join the Poke Tower Discord. Share what you bought last week. Give us a little story. And we kind of rank them uh, in our top five here. So number five this week, 
going with Lone Wolf. Now, Lone Wolf got a pack of Absolute Football. Uh, it looks like it's a fat pack, a pack of 20 cards. Now, you might say, well, Absolute's, you know, not the best set to buy. It's retail, you know. It's not, I'm eating some ice, sorry about that. It's not really that I'm, I'm focusing on that. It's that Ivan, aka Lone Wolf, he is new to sports cards. And he was like, we got to start somewhere, right? And one of my recommendations was, hey, if you don't know where to start in sports, just go buy some retail stuff and see if you even like it. Because if you get into the hobby stuff that's really expensive, you might not make it out. And it might ruin your experience. But here is something that's going to be a little bit cheaper. Um, you get all your favorite players. And, and it's still you can still pull amazing stuff out of retail. Now, the caveat to that. If you know that you're the type of person who's going to get in deep into something, that's when I would recommend just going straight for the quality products right off the bat, right? But Ivan just getting his feet wet. He's not sure yet. He enjoyed it. He went with a pack of absolute football. I think that was a great thing to do. And it was just cool that he shared that like, hey, I'm new to this. I'm giving it a shot. That's why I made it in this week. Number four, going with Fantasy Champ, a.k.a. Nick. So he bought four different uh, autos slash patch cards. Um, and he had a nice little story about that too. He was saying, look, one of my goals is to collect my favorite players, um, you know, autographs, patch cards, numbered, serial numbered cards. And he went ahead and did it and now he's got four. So, uh, that's a great way to start your sports card collection. It's, it's the easiest way to do it too, because there's no speculation there. So you don't think about something as in like, in terms of like, is this worth it? You don't really think about that when you're buying what you want. Um, he will value this regardless. And uh, that's, that's, that's what you want to do for the PC. Number three, going with Mescalito. Um, this is a, I would say, a more quiet member in the Discord. We don't, I've, I haven't seen much from this person, but uh, they did share something in the grabs tab today, and it's some Regazas. Looks like uh, Delta Species Rayquazas, Rayquazas. And uh, I believe he said uh, one of them was kind of messed up. The other three were pretty mint, but we just don't see this a lot. We don't see this type of stuff a lot in the Discord. Um, you know, Rayquaza is a great Pokemon to have in your collection. Like if you if you if you're a fan of Rayquaza, of course, but very popular amongst other people as well. So there's there's some utility there. It's like, hey, need to get rid of some cards. Rayquaza is pretty pretty liquid, right? Um, people like that Pokemon. Number two, going with King Gambit. King Gambit is actually Chris. He has a name change every week. Um, he changed his name. Someone changed his name to King Gambit. <laughs> I guess uh, I missed it. We had we have you know our our Pokemon Scarlet Violet showdowns every week. Um, it's kind of like UFC boxing, right? So we set up these matches, pay per view matches, things like that. You have a running record, uh, and to my surprise, I couldn't see the match. It might I don't know if it's my internet was down or what, but anyways, Chris beat Volt last night, and that shouldn't have happened, and supposedly there was a King Gambit involved and he, he named his guy King Gambit. So it's just funny. Uh, it's complete troll there. But anyways, look at this. We got a GameCube. I never had a GameCube as a kid. I wanted one so bad. Specifically GameCube with Super Smash Brothers and Super Mario Sunshine. Like as a kid, that's what I really wanted. Never got it. Um, so I still have to, I have yet to get a GameCube. I need to get one. Um, but awesome, you know, we don't see a lot of the, the video game stuff, but you can tell Chris has, has gotten into it, and uh, he's just, he's thriving right now. 
I think it's a great system, by the way. Like we looked at the stats. GameCube is one of the more rare systems because they just didn't produce as much. Now, part of that is supply demand. Maybe it wasn't a great product. However, looking at it from a collector's perspective, that's a good thing, right? There's less of it out there. Makes you feel like you got something rare. Okay, number one, King Gambit again. He's got the double, the repeat. If you're wondering why I don't have a can of soda this time, uh, it's because it's a little warm in here today. So I had to throw some ice. Gotta stay cool. All right. So this is a NES inbox. I believe it's complete inbox. And uh, Chris got, Chris snagged it. Um, this is, that's sweet. Like what we need, Chris, Chris, you need to, can you give us a screenshot? Can you give us a photo of the gaming stuff you got so far? Can you present that to us in a picture in its entirety? I want to see it all. Um, I think it looked cool. I don't know if you have a display ready yet, but like, let's see the N64s. Let's see the Game Boys. Let's see the Nintendos. Like, let's see the GameCubes. Put it all out there. Let's get a holistic picture of it in the collection tab. I'd like to see what you got. Uh, he, he made a comment that Chase, our mod, is the only guy who ever gets two back-to-back -back wins on Gengar's grabs. Well, Chris did it. You know, it's been slow. It's been slow in the grabs tab, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, sometimes we fall in and out of collecting. Sometimes it's not our biggest priority to spend money on collectibles. Not a big problem. But man, if you're buying right now, it's great, right? Prices are down. People need to make sales. It's a great time to buy if you got the extra spending money. And you come up on good stuff when the markets are down. That's just how it is. Okay, that's it for Gengar's Grabs. Thank you guys for sending these in. Continue to send them in. Let's get into this Digimon stuff, though. Here we go. If I can find my... Here, there it is. All right, let's do a little background here. First of all, most of you know me. Most of you know me that, I, you know, that I've gone pretty heavy into... Digimon, vintage Digimon, specifically Digi Battle. I delve into other things, but you know, I do a little bit of everything, right? But most people who know me within the last year probably know me for Digimon. I don't consider myself an authority. I don't consider myself any of that stuff in terms of like who's making the rules around here. What I do consider myself is one of the best Digimon collectors there are. Specifically graded Digimon, right? Specifically, the history of Digimon. That's where I think I earn my keep. Why I have a say in this stuff. And I think that's why people ask me questions about Digimon. Because I'm open. I'm transparent. I'll give you what you want. And if I don't have it, I just tell you I don't know. You know, there's nothing wrong with, with saying I don't know. It's actually some of the more, it's a more respectable answer to just tell people I don't know. I'm not sure. So here we go. Today's segment, Digibattle Disconnect. This is a question from our Discord member, uh, Conroe. Uh, he said, hey, I was thinking about this, and I would love for you to discuss it on the pod a little so I can gain a little more knowledge on Digibattle and whatnot. Okay. When you talk about Digibattle, you basically alluded to the market maybe not being taken very seriously, and it's not fully catching on with collectors in general. Very true. I've said this before. But when I search on eBay and try to find a cool piece for my collection, everything seems priced insanely high, and it's very hard to gauge an accurate price on this stuff. I guess my question is, where's the disconnect? 
So I kind of answered this briefly in the Discord just to give me, you know, a quick answer, like, you know, kind of put them at ease, like, hey, you're not doing anything wrong. Okay. This is this is kind of the game right now. And I'm not justifying it, but I need to I need to break things down. So the first thing I said to Conroe is you're dealing with sellers. That's the first thing. Okay. You're dealing with people who have a sell first mentality. Uh, you're not dealing with people who absolutely love Digimon cards. They just, they're just few and far between. Okay. Now I sell my Digimon cards. Yes, I do sell Digimon cards. You can go to my eBay. You see them there. However, I also have the largest PSA collection of Digimon cards that aren't for sale. They're mine. They're all right behind me. These you can't have, right? So I'm the largest collector, but I also sell. Go find other sellers who have a collection like mine or even close. Go try to find their favorite Digimon card that isn't for sale. You probably won't. You're dealing with people who found out that there's a little bit of interest in Digimon and they are scalping the crap out of people. Now, let's talk about some, some facts here, though. Digimon is hard to find. That is true. To find cards in good condition, very hard to do. That's true. Digimon is probably shorter printed than Pokemon. Very true. We have proof of this, right? We don't have exact production numbers, but we know that this stuff is more scarce. It's harder to find in good condition. And there's interest there. These are all true things. However, it's a very small market. Okay? I don't know if you guys are into crypto or if you're into investing at all. But think of it as like small cap, right? It's small cap. You think about Bitcoin, right? Everyone knows Bitcoin. Big name. That's Pokemon. Sports cards. Massive. Digimon is like... Some altcoin you never heard of. That's what Digimon is, right? Like Digimon <laughs> Digimon is like below like Dogecoin. Like it's it's just it's out of the top ten. It's not popular. It has all it has all the it has the makeup to become seriously collectible. It has all the things you need. Uh, but the truth is it's a very small group of people that are actually interested in the cards and there are more people selling than there are people collecting. That's the biggest thing. That's the one thing that you got to understand. Go check people's collections, right? Go on Instagram. Go on Instagram and tell me how many Digi Battle collectors there are. You won't find many. I think I'm probably the most open about any of it. Um, you might find one or two guys that might have a couple slabs here and there. But like our Discord, you have, you have JT, you have Chris, you have Jake. Uh, who else, you know, like who else is there that, that has massive amounts of Digimon cards that aren't for sale, right? Like I know, I know for a fact, Chris, okay. I know Chris, I know Chris pretty well. Chris has more cards in his collection than he has for sale. JT, same thing. He owns more Digibattle cards in his PC than he has for sale. You look at Jake, Jake ain't even selling any right now. You look at me, the only cards I'm selling are the ones that I have three or four copies of. If I have one copy, it's probably not listed. 
go find more people like that outside of our Discord. You can't. You just can't. They're all selling, right? And I get spammed a lot. People write me messages all the time. Hey, man, you looking for some Digimon? I'm like, not from you. Not from you. Why would I buy from someone who has less knowledge than me? You're not going to get over on me. You're not going to scout me. I don't care. I don't care what you think. I don't care what you know. Uh, I don't care who you heard from. You're not going to get over on someone who knows what's really going on with Digimon. So that's kind of like the preface here. Okay. Now we have to actually talk about some stuff that can be proven. Okay. So the first thing I want to share is this. I shared this on the podcast uh, last week. I'm going to share it again. This video here, it says, what, are the, what is the future of superhero and Star Wars cards? And you're probably like, what the hell does this have to do with Digimon? I'll explain to you here in a second. Just go ahead and listen, okay? We shared this last week. I'm sharing it again. You got to hear this. Marvel, Star Wars, non-sports cards have been hot recently. Yeah. Are you buying into any of this? Is, this, is, is the hype real? Is this going to continue? I'm worried on small markets like that. There's some manipulation that can go on mm -hmm. with some of the pricing. So that's the negative side of it. The positive side is I think it brings in some people that we never would have got into the hobby. So they, maybe they start with Spider-Man cards and then they realize, you know what? I am a baseball fan. Okay. We already passed up the most important part. And that was the thing that this guy's worried about <clears throat> is the manipulation in small markets, right? So with, hold on, there we go. If you guys don't know who this dude is, he has millions, if not tens of millions of dollars in sports cards. He is, he is a multi-millionaire uh, collector and this is, got, this is big money talking, right? So this is someone with a fat wallet who's taking a look at markets that are small and he's like, I'm not delving into this because there are signs of manipulation and it's very true and I will show you tonight or maybe this morning, wake up! If you're, if you're listening to the podcast this morning, wake up. Um, there are lots of things that can be manipulated at such a small level because there's not a spotlight on it. Now look, there is fraudulence in sports cards. There's fraudulence in Pokemon. It happens everywhere. But it doesn't happen to the extent or that it can happen, right, in a smaller market with, with everyday average Joes. Everyday average Joes get ripped off way more than the big ballers do. Um, and it, get, it can get swept under the rug because they don't have a platform, right? If someone gets ripped off in Digimon, they come to me and they're like, hey, what's going on here? You know, and, and I'll put it on the podcast. I'll share it. Say, hey, stay away from so-and-so. But that's all I can do, right? But like you look at Pokemon. Remember when Logan Paul bought the fake booster box or the fake case of Pokemon? That got put everywhere. And it put everyone on blast and every seller involved, boom, blacklisted. You're done. You put your credibility on the line. You lied. You're gone. Right? It, so, yeah, it did happen. It happened and it was a multi-million dollar thing. But everyone involved got squashed immediately. In these small markets, these guys get in trouble. They just make another account. They just tell lies. They soften you up. They do all these things. And it just gets swept under the rug and it just keeps happening. It's a cycle that just keeps happening over and over and over. And you're probably saying, well, give me some example, give me some real examples of when manipulation occurred in the markets and we'll do it. One sec. Let me get a drink. 
the thing is, is there is no accountability in these smaller markets. You have guys who went to a garage sale, came up on some Digimon cards, heard some rumors, and they are just scalping heads. There's no, and there's no way to fight it because there's not enough information out there. When there's not a lot of information in the market, what can you do? You can lie. You can manipulate the data that is there. Look up manipulation, right? Taking things out of context, taking things and bending them in your favor to make a favorable outcome. Manipulation. We are taking information, bending it to our benefit, and then selling it to you. What I want you to ask yourself, when I share, I'm going to share all this stuff tonight. When I share this stuff, ask yourself this. I'm, put yourself in this position. I'm a multi-millionaire investor. I am looking at the next big thing, and I need as much warm and fuzzies as possible to make me feel safe about spending my money. Think about this. Think about this. You make the wrong decision, you die. You make the right decision, you become even richer. Just like, let's say those are the stakes. This is how important and how seriously you should be taking this. When you're about to give someone a large chunk of money, think about why am I doing this? What reasons are there for me to justify this price? And then when you think about sports cards or you think about Pokemon, it's much easier to make that decision. Very easy. You're like, oh yeah, the the information is readily available. I can make a smart, educated guess and speculate on the future of this asset or this collectible. Here we go. Let's get into some manipulation. Small markets and manipulation. Here is a BGS 8.5 Wargreymon foil from our favorite buddy, not shaved. Um, This guy... I don't, know, I don't know if you remember, but remember, th- I shared a video where I said, you know, this guy buys cards and then he sells them three months later for 200, you know, 100x, 200x of what he got them for. That's what he's doing. He's flipping. And he said, no, I'm not a flipper. And the reason why I list my Digimon cards for these absurd amounts is because it's a marketing tool and I'm just doing what PokeRev does. I want to put, I want to advertise Digimon and make it make it known and have people see it out there. So it's for, it's for, um, exposure, right? That's what he said. When he said that, when he said that this war Greymon was priced at 2000 plus, I just looked it up today and it's down to 1100. So what are you doing here? Are you selling or are you putting it up there for exposure? Why'd you drop your price over a thousand dollars? To me, it looks like you're selling. To me, it looks like you lied to people. To me, I don't think you have any basis of why this price is. It just looks like you're selling it and you're just naming your price. And some of you might say, well, you're allowed to do that because there's no, there's no other listings out there. It's not true. It's not true. I'll show you here tonight. Okay? Um, so this is what you can do in small markets. Think about, think about the platform that this guy has. Okay, he can make stuff up like this and nobody can challenge him. I will because I know what I'm doing, but nobody else can really challenge him. Nobody else can tell him he's wrong. And someone's going to get screwed. Someone will pay uh, and it's terrible. 
And they're and what they're going to try to do is they're going to try and flip it too, right? Um, but again, he said that he listed this card for exposure, and he put it at an absurd absurd price, just like his friend PokeRev. But eleven hundred dollars? Why didn't you just keep it at two thousand? Why'd you drop your price over a thousand dollars? That don't make any sense. Looks to me like you're trying to sell. So. That's the first part here, small markets and manipulation. That's kind of the intro. We're going to get way into this though, okay? <clears throat> His podcast, right? His podcast, Vaulted Podcast. He's a high-end collector, high-end middleman. Uh, he said that there's a sale on this BGS 9.5 War Greymon for $3,500. Okay, so I went on eBay... Couldn't find it. I searched. You can see right. That's what that screenshot is right there. D, uh, Digibattle BGS 9.5 War Greymon foil. Zero results. If you look down here at the bottom, zero results in the sold. Now you're like, well, but that's only 90 days worth of sales data. It could have sold a long time ago. Okay. He put this video out recently. So where's the data? Where's the, instead of just putting a price tag there, where is the transaction? Made up figure. That's what it looks like to me. If I am, light was changing colors behind my head. Uh, if I'm an investor, I want to see the transaction where this cleared. I want to know which hand it left and which hand it went to. Think about it. You're a multi-millionaire investor. You're not giving anyone your money because if you make the wrong decision, you die. Think about it in terms of this, right? What information here tells me that I should make this? This is manipulation. I went to card ladder. No such sales data. I went to uh, <clears throat> I went to uh, Mercari. No such sales data. I went to one thirty point, which has historical eBay prices. Nothing. We went to Golden Auctions. Nothing. Where did this sale come from? Prove it. I can prove where my sales come from. I have screenshots of it all. But this is just a made up price. Oh, wow, this sold for $3,500. By the way, I also have this for sale for $1,100. Look, it's an 8.5. It's a steal. You see how that's manipulating your brain? A 9.5 went for $3,500. That might be a little too cool, but 8.5, just one grade lower. $1,100. That's three times the discount from 8.5 to 9.5. It's cheap, man. Come get it. He's trying to sell this. He has interest involved in that card. That's what that is. It's bullcrap. Don't believe me? Let's do another example. Whoa! A $10,000 BGS 9.5 Black War Greymon. I searched on eBay. Nothing. I searched Mercari. I searched Golden. I searched 130 point. Zero. Zero results. Or did you battle BGS Black War Greymon foil? Nothing. Zero results. Where did you get that figure from? And they're going to say, oh, it was a private sale. Let's see the transactions and when it happened. Because not only, you, I think a lot of people forget that part. Just because something sold for a million dollars 20 years ago does not mean it's a million dollars today. So you could say, well, it sold three years ago for 10K. 
Okay, first of all, let me see the transaction. And then let's depreciate this thing because there ain't been a sale since then. What tells me that this thing is even worth even more? There's nothing out there. Remember, you're a smart businessman looking for the next big thing. Why would you believe this? Just because he put it, he put some text over a photo? Who's buying that? This is, this is the type of stuff you need to ask yourself. And then going back to Conroe's question, why, if collectors aren't in on this, why are the prices all jacked up? Like I said, you're dealing with sellers. You're dealing with people who, who notice there's a little bit of life here in Digimon and they're trying to take advantage of you. That's what they're doing. And you got people like this, the vaulted podcast, lying about prices. Show all the transactions and be transparent. And then, just because something sold for you know, $10,000 two years ago, don't mean it's worth that today. Why haven't we seen any news on this? Don't you think if we saw sales like this, that this would be somewhere? That this would be published? Because when, when Pokemon makes big sales, when sports cards make big sales, everyone sees it, everyone knows about it, and then everyone tries to follow suit and sell those cards. But you just don't see it in Digimon. It's all covered up. It's all fake. Let's keep going because you're probably like, eh, I don't know. I kind of hear you, but maybe not. I'm not sure. Okay, there's some forms of manipulation here, guys. Remember, 3500 This video was made recently. By the way, I got one for 1100 Three times lower the price for just for an 8.5. Look at that. It's not a 9.5, but it, hey, it's three times lower the price at an 8.5. Great looking card. You don't think he's trying to sell that to someone? Crazy. He's got one of these too. Don't worry about it. I'm sure it'll be up for sale soon. Let's talk about realized price data. If you're an investor, if you're someone who likes to buy cards, this is the information you like at your disposal. Arguably the rarest card in Pokemon, the most sought after, I guess you could say the most popular card in Pokemon, Charizard first edition. If I look up a PSA 9, boom, information readily available at the palm of my hand. It's right there. Boom. PSA 9. Average price? 15.9,000. 16K. Last sold price? 15.8K. Oh, look. December. There's a sale on eBay, a public, a public website with sale information that has been realized. 16,100. Oh, my gosh. That is right in line with what Card Ladder says. So I got two, three different sources that tell me that this card is around 16K. As an investor, I know that if I pay 14 to 18K, I am within that ballpark of that sale price because there's proof for it. There's proof. If someone's selling me this and they say, hey, it's a really rare card, you can't find it, blah, blah, blah. That's in one ear, out the other. I don't give a damn. I don't care. Show me price information. Show me money. Show me where it left from this hand to this. I want the paper trail that shows me that other people are involved in this and not manipulated prices that were made up and putting, look at this. I could put any number I want over this. I can put 15K over this. It doesn't matter. It's for clicks. It's for views. It's for likes. It's not real. This is real. These are realized price information. You can find this. It is on a credible website. Who are you going to believe? You're going to believe eBay or are you going to believe not, not shaving and, and, and the vaulted podcast. Who are you going to believe? 
dude's been caught before. And we got more. We got more. There's more stuff to this than you think. All right. So now you now you know. There's a difference between uh I heard it sold for this versus I know it sold for this. That's manipulation, right? You can manipulate things that you think you heard. I'm not sure we play telephone. Story starts here, it ends up over here. By the time it gets to you, it's a completely different story. That's manipulation. It's all turned in their favor. Why? Because this guy's selling this card. It's right here. I'd make a video too. Holy crap. Okay. Let's talk about deception. This is another reason why prices are jacked up. Collectors don't want nothing to do with Digimon, which is answering Conroe's question again. You said people aren't interested, right? And the prices are out of control. Why? Deception. Pure deception. Here we go. Oh, before we get into that, this was one more thing I wanted to show you. This is actually pretty important. Uh, if you look at the PSA 9 price of the Charizard, the PSA 8 uh, price of the Charizard, and then PSA 7, there's a clear scale-up on the pricing here. Um, so the difference between an 8 and 9 is 53%, and then a difference between the 7 and 8 is uh, 17%. Remember that for later, okay? Look at this. No sales data. And then look at these prices. We got a 9.5 that supposedly sold for 3500 That's the Wargreymon. You have one listed, a BGS-9 listed for 2000 You have a BGS-8 listed for 2100 And then you have, not shaves, uh, 8.5 for 1100 Hmm. None of these prices are remotely in line with how the market works. And that's why I put these Charizard prices here. You can see there's a clear... A clear scale up on each grade. And it makes sense. It's coherent and it's readily available. It's readily available. There's tons of sales information on these Charizards and it's out in the open. There's no private sales. There's no, oh yeah, uh, I heard a guy bought it for this much in, in 2018. None of that. It's all on the internet. You can find it. There's no lying. There's no hiding. That's why Charizard Pokemon is a much safer investment. That's why people collect it, because it's, it's there. It's much more transparent. Now, yeah, people lie, people cheat, of course. But it's much harder to get away with when you have information here. Like, I can go to a seller and I can say, hey, I'm paying 15000 for that nine. I'm not paying a dime more. And they're going to say yes or no, and I'm going to walk. That's it. There is no haggling. There is no, well, I heard, you know, someone sold it for, you know, 10000 Think you can meet me at seven? No. Hell no. Show me where I should even pay you that. You know what I mean? Show me the information of where you're getting these prices from. You can't. And that's where these guys are manipulating things. Okay, so there's there you go. I put no sales data here because there's zero sales information. Nobody knows. I can tell you it's not this much, though. There's no reason for it. There's no demand here. There's there's no demand. Now let's talk about deception. Uh, I want to say maybe 10, 15 episodes ago, uh, we, had a, we had a story about a guy who sold his Digimon cards to a, 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 on a cruise ship to, a, to a, Dubai, a, a Dubai prince was on a cruise ship and bought 
his Digimon cards for $360,000. It was a lie. We found out it was a lie. Um, this guy said he sold them in 2018 to a Dubai prince. It was all private, paid off his house, paid off his debt. Uh, and then we caught him on a Digimon community page trying to sell some more Digimon cards because he had debt. And we are like, you just got 360K in 2018. How are you in debt again? Why do you need to sell this? You know what I mean? Uh, and, and, and this guy, he was pretty butthurt. He actually tried to contact me personally. We're not having it. I don't care about your story, dude. I don't care about your lies. Um, you didn't make 360, and there's no proof of that. You, you can't show us the bank statements. You can't show us the change of hands. You probably don't even have this guy's number to prove anything. But he put a story out there. And, you know, what it is, is it's, they're hoping, hey, look, if this Dubai prince paid 360000 how about I give you a deal at 2000 Guys, like, common sense here. Someone's lying. That's what it is. So that's what these were. Um, this was a message here. There you go. See, he said he paid, he bought six cards at $60,000 each. So 360000 in total from the private Dubai collector. He wanted them. I was like, no. He looked up the going price on eBay. and saw the first one was going for 60000 Okay, now, here's, the, here's where we knew he was lying. That $60,000 card that he saw on eBay was listed in 2022 by me. It wasn't up in 2018, which is when he said he bought. This guy bought these cards from him in 2018. It was before COVID. That was the story. Um, so I didn't have Lusamon listed for $60,000 in 2018. So that's how we knew he was lying. Because this guy said he looked up the going rate, he found one for 60 k and was like, I'll pay 60 That's not true. It's not true at all. Um, it's impossible. So... Now you're probably saying, well, why did you list your card for 60K if it's not worth that much? Remember, if anyone knows me, you guys know that I'm not trying to sell that card. That, what I did there is actually the true, proper way of getting exposure on something. I listed a card for an absurd amount that no one will buy. It's not going to sell. I don't want it to sell. But it's listed so that people can start seeing Digimon cards. Right? They bring they bring people to my it's like a roadside attraction. Holy cow, sixty thousand dollar Lusamon. Look at that. I'm gonna go to his store. That's what that is. I will I I don't want to sell it. I don't think it'll ever sell. I don't I don't think it's worth that much. But what it does is it brings people into my store and they find the real stuff. That's what that is. And that was the technique, right? That was the technique that our boy uh, not shaved was referring to. But this is eleven hundred. I could buy that right now if I want to. It'd probably cancel it on me. We'll talk about that later. I could buy this right now and I'll crack it open and send it to PSA. I don't care. I'll, I don't, I'll destroy that thing. Like, so what he said, you're like, I'm copying po PokeRev. I'm doing what he does and putting cards out there. No, you're not. That should be listed for way more. Someone will actually buy that and someone will actually get screwed. That's, that's what will happen. Okay, moving on. So we have deception. We got people lying. Who is this guy? He just this dude just made some, this guy just made some crap up. And he was on Facebook. He was on Facebook telling everyone. So imagine all the people who don't know me, who don't have a place to go find out. Like you know, hey, is this vetted information? Is this true? They just see that on Facebook and they're like, wow, that that's expensive. And it starts this cycle of people just trying to rip each other off on Digimon cards. 
because of people lying to others. All right. Next is misinformation. So we got people lying. The next little bit I'm going to classify as misinformation because I don't want to call people liars, but it's it, they, maybe they were lying, maybe they weren't, but the bottom line at the end of the day, it's misinformation and it's confusing people. And this is why you see these hiked up prices on eBay by people who know nothing about the cards. Oh, we got another slide here. My bad. This is the last little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the last little bit of deception. Um, very common. Very. Uh, dude, I can't, can't express this enough. This is almost the most common thing in Digimon that you're going to find. People lying about the condition of the cards. And they hide it damn well. They hide it so well. So this was actually a, a transaction that Chris went through. Um, I want to say Chris paid almost $1,000 for this card. The seller literally said it was mint. And Chris specifically asked him, any creases, any dents, anything like that? They said, nope, mint. Keep in mind, this card came in a screw case. So it was, it was indestructible to an extent. Obviously, pressure could break it, but... It was, it was in a screw case, no creases, no dents, was mint, described as mint. Chris pays up, you know, almost $1,000, I believe. Come to find out there's a giant freaking crease in the card. And the person just played it dumb, like, oh, I never saw that. And it's like, you lied to me, and you thought you were going to get away with it. This is the type of stuff that, this has happened to me multiple times. Now, I'm not, I'm not as aggressive as like Chris is or, you know, some other people, you know, I take mine on the chin. Sometimes I'll say, hey, you know what? That wasn't as good condition as I thought. It's my fault. My fault for not checking. Right. But other people get get mad and I don't blame them. Um, but this is what happened. People lie about. There are so many Digimon cards that people say near mint, mint. Destroyed. That's why. That's why I send them to PSA. They get PSA 4s, they get PSA 5s, PSA 6. None of them are near mint. And I do that on purpose. I'm keeping log of all that. I'm keeping track of all this. <clears throat> Deception. I don't know what it is. Look, it's, it's one of two things. It's one of two things. They're going to say, look, you, you're either you're lying about the condition of your card to make the sale, or you're not an expert. Which one is it? If it's if you say you're lying, that makes you a scumbag. If you say you're not an expert, then why the heck should I even listen to your why should I listen? Hold on, there we go. Why should I listen to these prices then if you're not an expert? If you don't even know how to if the conditions of cards and how that works and how things appraise, if you don't know that, why why are we listening to your price info? You don't know anything. You're just a dude on the street who happens to have a nice card. And that's who we're dealing with in Digimon. Believe it or not. That's it's it's it I'm I don't know how to say that it why it keeps happening. This is who we're dealing with. The next thing I want to talk about now is misinformation. Now these are people that have that were caught saying the wrong thing. I don't know if they're lying. 
It could be, right? And that could be manipulation, deception. It's all those things. We're going to categorize it as misinformation because it's just another thing out there that's confusing people. That's why you see some Digimon cards for cheap. That's why you see some that are just like, what the heck is wrong with that price? All over the place, right? There's no continuity. It's because you got two sides. You got people who don't know anything and you got people who lie. The people who know stuff is right in the middle. And there's not a lot of us. That's just how it is. Misinformation. Now, this was our guy not shaved again. He said, you can laugh all you want, but it just shows your ignorance. First of all, I don't know why you'd open up a conversation like that. That's just terrible. But he's like, this right here is a battle series, Digibattle Series 5 Black War Greymon Hollow, which can potentially be found in these packs. These cards fetch quite a bit, and I just actually bought this for $2,500. That's a BGS 8.5. Remember the scale up here? 53%. Okay, just remember that. These cards, but he was saying that you can potentially pull this card, right? You might be able to pull a Black War Greymon. Um, now, I believe Jake, Jake told me that this, this comment has been redacted. He corrected himself. But he lied. This misinformation. So this guy doesn't, this guy's considered to be a Digimon expert. He's supposed to be a high-end middleman, high-end collector. He don't even know what cards come in these packs. You can't pull a Black War Greymon from those packs. This is misinformation. He was trying to sell a pack for a ton of money. And let me tell you something. He bought those packs for 90 bucks. And he was trying to sell them, like, marked up way higher. He bought them all. He cleared some guy out, and then he tried to flip them. You can't pull Black War Greymon from those packs. That's a lie. But look at how many people you think saw that. How many people think you think saw that and said, oh, wow. <laughs> These can be pulled from green packs. Wow. That's how much this is worth. Let me go buy some stuff. How many people do you think he confused? And who cares if he redacted a statement? I guarantee you the, re the redaction did not reach as many people as the initial post. And this is the guy. So this guy, he's out here spreading misinformation. And he's out here trying to tell you that this is how much these cards cost. Why should I trust you? Who are you? You have zero information about any of this stuff. And you're trying to sell your own cards here. Come on. Get real. It's just so annoying. Now you might say, okay, uh, that was a redaction. He, he said he was wrong. I have more examples for you guys. Okay. How many times do I have to show you? Once, twice, three times, four times before you're like, damn. Okay, maybe there actually is something going on here. Here's another one. This is just recently. This was like last week, I think. Last week, I think I shared this. Uh, here's another seller asking for, you know, some Digibattle cards, right? He's got a sealed pack, $750. But look at the description. Once in a lifetime opportunity for any serious collector. These packs come up rarely. Could be years before they pop back up. Just the drama in general, right? This is a great set with the possibility to pull the Foil War Greymon, which is graded series, which is graded sales for over $2,000. Of course, it's not guaranteed what you will pull, but that's the fun of it all. And then I posted this. You cannot pull War Greymon from this. Go ahead and try. You might pull a Gold Stamp War Greymon. You might, but it's like less than a 2% chance you get one. But you're not pulling a Foil 
War Greymon out of there, which is what a lot of people want. It's impossible. He doesn't come from that pack. Misinformation. Now look. Look at this, though. Look at the damage this causes. Look at all the... Conrogue, for example, he goes on eBay. He sees this massive price. He's like, wow, Digimon must be valuable. Look at this. This guy wants 700 for this. And then he tells this story. Conroe doesn't know me. And he's like, wow, you pull Greymon from this? He's going to get screwed. Who's this guy? Zero credentials. Zero anything. There's no price information on this booster pack. Where did he come up with that number? I don't know. Where did he come up that you can pull a four war Greymon? I don't know. But these are the people who are in control of the market. A small market like Digimon. People who don't know Jack. That's who we're dealing with. That's why you got to be very careful when you're buying Digimon cards. Because they're everywhere. Snakes everywhere. Now, you're probably thinking, okay, that's another example. Maybe he didn't know. You're right. Well, let's. why does it keep happening, though? Here's another one of, the, of, the, of supposedly the best Digimon expert there is, the Digi-Emperor. I already covered this in another video, but he got caught lying to someone, telling them that you can pull Imperial Dramon Paladin mode from a green pack. It's a lie. You can't. That never happened, and he made it up. Look, he says, look, green once I pulled the Imperial, Imperial Dramon Paladin mode. No, you didn't. You're lying. You never pulled one from green. These are the types of people we're dealing with. And these are the people who, unfortunately, bought a large amount of cards and now are asking serious premiums that don't really merit those premiums. You got, you got guys like this. Look, here's one lie. Here's two lies. Here's three lies. This entire... Look, here's another lie, right? Here's some fake sales information. It just keeps happening over and over and over. And there's only so much that I can do. There's only so much, you know, I'm not out here trying to, to take these guys down. I'm just telling you the truth. This is what it is. Now, that's another thing. Now, let's talk about gatekeeping. This is the other thing, you guys. You're not going to believe it. But yeah, there's, <laughs> there's some gatekeeping in, in Digimon. And that's why some people get certain cards held from them. Some people get their orders canceled on them. That's why you may have had a deal with someone and then someone else buys it from behind you. Like, lots of stuff happens, right? Check this out. Gatekeeping. So this was from 2021. Uh, this is when, right around the time, probably when I first met Jake. Um, and Jake asked me, like, hey, I'm, I'm dealing with a seller who, you know, is doing some shady stuff and what do you think? And I, and I put my opinion out there. Well, it just so happens that that seller was 513 Collectibles, who is someone who I blasted for having fake cards and for ripping people off and for lying and for doing fraudulent bidding activity, things like that. 513 Collectibles is also known as like Cardboard Artifacts, right? Like that's that's his name, and I think he changed his name again. And the reason these guys keep changing their name is because I keep calling them out and people stop buying from them and they have to change their name into something else so that they can continue their lies. That's what that is. Now... Jake had told me when I first met him, Jake had told me like, hey, once you start buying these Digimon cards, you're going to see like sometimes people will cancel orders on you for no reason. Sometimes when you bid, uh, they'll know it's you and they'll have someone else buy behind like closed doors and then they'll end the auction. And I was like, no. And he's like, yeah, it happens to me all the time. And I'm like, okay. Um, 
so that was that's what this message is here is it was my first experience to that like in 20 2021 looks like now let's get into it this was one instance <laughs> where jake said look just last week uh you know there was a seller that canceled on me for a hollow ophanamon and two other people for a hollow gallimon and a hollow bielzamon so these are what's happening is, is these all these sellers know each other and if they find out that someone is buying that they don't want to have that card. This is a real real thing, by the way. I'm not lying. When they find out, like someone like Jake, someone like me is buying, they will cancel and they'll come up with some stupid story and be like, uh, card's lost. I sold it already. It's like, how did you sell it already? I bought it. You know, like stuff like that. And you might say, well, maybe they made an honest mistake, but this has happened more than once and I will show you. So it's not just me who thinks I'm being, you know, they're gatekeeping me. No, it happens to other people too. This was, this was a card that was considered near mint to mint, and the order got canceled without my permission. I did get refund, refunded, so, you know, I'm not mad about it, but this is when I started to notice, like, oh, man, this is, like, this is real. So, first of all, this is a person, this is a person that doesn't really like me. This is a person that, you know, we're not, we're acquaintances but I don't really trust this person. Um, and next thing you know, you know, I buy this card, I buy this black or Greymon foil and order gets canceled and the item didn't pass authentication. And it's like, well, why? Remember when you buy expensive cards on eBay, they send it to a uh, middleman who looks at the condition of the card and says it, it matched the, the, the pictures or didn't match the pictures. So two things happen here. One, the person lied about the condition, which is what we already talked about, deception. People lie about the condition to make more money, and this time they got caught. Or two, that was the right card, and they sent a different one, and that's why the condition didn't match up. So that, so, And I remember, because someone who worked at that middleman thing was like, hey man, I saw you on TikTok. I just want to let you know that I actually looked at that card, and it was destroyed. Absolutely. It looked nothing like the pictures. And I was like, how is that possible? He's like, I don't know. But it was absolutely destroyed. Nothing. And that's what it says here. The return reason was it didn't match the description of the photos. Now, I didn't return it. It got sent to the authenticator and the authenticator canceled for me. So it's two things. You lied about your condition. Like you actually sent the right card and, and you just lied about the condition. You're like, oh, it's near mint to mint. No, it's not. They said it was destroyed. It wasn't even. They said that one of the corners on this card was unrecognizable. Or you sent a different copy of the card, same card, different copy, to them thinking you're going to get away with it. Both practices are bad. One makes you a liar. One makes you just bad. Like, <laughs> there's really no way out of that, right? You lied about the condition. Or you sent a different card. Both are fraudulent. I don't like either. Now you're like, okay, that's one example. Give me another. Well, remember, Jake also had one, two, three cards, can four ca cards canceled. And I'm sure he's had more. He could probably tell you he's had even more canceled on him. There's five cards right there. Here's another one. I bought this Omnimon last year. And this order got canceled on me again. Now this guy also doesn't like me. I have messages. I have screenshots of this guy talking crap about me. 
I bought it on Mercari because he doesn't know. He probably didn't know it was me. When he found out it was me, order gets canceled. The story was I parted ways with this card last week. I've already said this on multiple podcasts, but that's against Mercari's policy. You can't cross list. You can't make stuff up like this. Now, you might be saying, well, maybe he honestly did sell it. Maybe he did. But you have to understand that I know that this guy doesn't like me. Um, and I also have messages where he was trying to sell these cards to other people in the same week. Right? So me and Chris actually did something. Me and Chris were both messaging this guy. I was buying the cards. Chris was messaging him. We were getting two different stories. That's how we know he's lying. Okay? And then once Chris was like, look, man, I found out you're lying. Look, like here's the screenshots. This guy got pissed at him too. So you can call me crazy and call me a liar. You can say, you know, you just think everyone's against you. But the truth is we've caught these guys in lies. And this was another occurrence where I bought a rare card incognito. And the, once someone found out it was me, the order got canceled. Here's another one. Another order canceled. How many Digimon cards are going to get canceled on me for people to say, okay, you know what? I think there might be something going on. This was just last week. Got an order canceled on me. None of these orders were canceled with my consent. They were done, and I was like, wait, what's going on? Why? Why, why, why? And I get these bullcrap stories. Now, we're almost done here. We're about an hour in. I want to talk about the last thing. How do, how do we fix the problem here? The truth is, is with, with truth, with transparency, with real sales information, uh, real sales data that is transparent, coherent, and available. So now I'm going to share with you the cards that I sell and how I get my prices because I already know people are like, who are you to make up the prices? Who are you to do this, that, and the other? And you probably point the finger at me and I'm just going to tell you the truth. Okay? So this slab on the right is a VMON and a PSA 6. I have it for sale for 30 bucks. How did I get that figure from previous sales? So down here, you're going to see a previous sale that I made. This is a PSA 6 Mummymon. Not the same Digimon, same rarity, okay? Same grade. It's sold for $30. There is substantial evidence that a PSA 6 Digibattle will sell for $30. Why? I have it right here. That's where I get the number from. Now you say, well, how did you know to list it for $30? I didn't. At one point, they were at like $40. And then I dropped it to 35 and I dropped it at 30. And when I, when I got to 30, they started selling. So I said, hey, this is where the market says that this card is worth. A PSA 6 is probably around 30 bucks. Now that might, might change a few dollars, just like the Charizard we talked about, right? The average is right around 30, plus or minus a few dollars. That's real sales information that you can find. You can find that on the internet. Let's do another example. PSA 8. I sold a PSA 8 for $53. Here's a PSA 9. This is also my listing. I have it up for 55 bucks. It's actually a little bit cheaper. Where are you getting $50 from? How do you know that? Because I made the sale. I have records of this. How do you make up prices? How do you make... Well, just like Card Ladder does. You save the sales data and you create averages. And you create a market. You create an honest, open market where the information is readily available. That's how 
I make up my prices. So yes, I do sell Digimon cards. I sell my extras. I, that's the point of this podcast. I tell you guys that all the time. Sell your extra stuff. You don't need it. That's where that figure comes from. That's not made up. I didn't make, I didn't put a picture of a Greymon and put $80 sold. It's like, no, I actually have real price data. Real information. This is, you can find it. Let's do another example because probably, you probably don't believe me. Now you're probably saying, well, I see those gold stamps. You got them listed for $280. That's not worth it. Actually, I'm using real sales data that is transparent, coherent, and available. This was a private sale. If you look on the picture on the left, this was a private sale of a PSA 8 Imperial Dramon. Here is the transaction. I'm sharing it with you. I'm covering up the person's name so you don't stalk them. They paid $250 for a gold stamp. You say, well, that's not $285. Do the math, guys. Do the math. Take off 10 or 12% of 285. It's going to land right around 250 plus free shipping. That was a real sale that happened. That's how I got my figure. I found someone paid the price I was asking, right? I listed. Someone said, hey, what's the, if, we go, if we go PayPal goods and services, what's the best price I can give you? And I'll say, okay, I can cut off you know, 13%. Oh, cool. Sounds like a deal. Well, guess what? That 13% comes out to about 250 so if you add 13%, it's going to come out to 285, which is my eBay asking price. And people know, like, ask me privately. I will probably give you a better deal. It's just, that's how it is. But I have the information. I didn't make it up. I didn't say, hey, by the way, someone bought this card off me for 300. And they're like, oh, oh yeah, who? And I'm like, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't have it. <laughs> no, I have the information available. I, I'll show you right here. I'm not lying. Here's another one. PSA 7s. How did you get 225? You just made that up? No. I used real sales data that is transparent, coherent, and available. This is how we fix the Digimon problem. Stop. Ooh, I almost dropped an F-bomb. Stop lying to people. Stop lying. I know that PSA 7s sell for around 200-ish dollars because I sold one for 235. That's how I got this figure on the right. Real sales data. Now, some people say, well, it's a little high. Okay, you're right. 225, it can flex, right? 200, maybe 250. We don't know, but it's in that area, and I have information to support that. You guys see how that works? Reels, real sales data is transparent, coherent, and available. Not this fake, made up, put a graphic over a picture, right? $3,500 sold. Cha-ching! You know, you put a little sound sample behind it. It looks cool. There's no such thing. No such thing. And then again, look at when that sold. When did it sell? When did it make the sale? Because that also comes into when you negotiate prices with someone. You could say, hey, they'd be like, yeah, the last sold was $8,000. i would be like, okay, that was in 2018. I'm not seeing any sales since then. So I'm either going to meet you at that price or slightly under because it's depreciated and no one's interested in it. Because if no one's paid 8,000 cents then, then that means no one wants to pay that price right now. See how that's how it works. That's how the market works. That is how we fix the problem, guys. And, and it's going to take time. You got to remember, Pokemon has been here since 99 all the way up to 2023. Digimon was around in 99 
was very hot in early 2000s and then disappeared. That's the difference. It just died. It didn't, there was nobody carrying on the hobby's name until COVID. And then COVID came, people were like, oh, collectibles in general are rare. You can make money off this. And what do you know? Stuff starts getting scalped. And Digimon is this perfect storm where it's like, look, it is hard to find. It's going to be really hard to find something in good condition, um, you know, and, and there are people that own a lot of stock in this. And, and the thing that I've known, noticed is that Digimon's actually gone down in prices a little bit. The market's down like, you know, War Greymons are down to a couple hundred dollars. When they were closer to a thousand, now they're down to a couple hundred. So more and more of this stuff comes out. And that's, that's what's happening right now is like, we're still, I keep telling you guys, I know it's been two years, but we're still like in an infancy stage, right? I still have people asking me about Digimon pretty much weekly. I still have like questions that I thought would be answered by now. People still ask those questions. So we're still educating a lot of people. We're still, it's still new, you know, and people aren't willing to invest in something that has such a shady background shady history, sh- shady sellers. Like, think about it. And remember, I go back to the beginning when I said you're a million dollar investor. It's a life and death situation. I can tell you right now that this guy, given everything I've just said, this guy, he would have left the room. This multimillionaire would have left the room. He said, this is not worth my time. Don't, don't, Waste my time with his bullcrap. That's what he would do. And that's what a real big baller would do. This is also why I don't buy into this stuff. That, that any of these Digimon guys are selling, I don't do it. I don't do it. I wait. I'm patient. And if I miss out, I miss out. So be it. I hope, I hope it does sell for real. But I'm not going to live off of a fake sale. That's just not going to work. And there you guys go. That's how we fix this Digimon problem. I hope, hope it answered the questions. Here's another sale I want to show you guys. Okay, this one's a great one too, you know. This is the PSA 10 non-hollow Digibattle. $105, that's too much for a non-hollow. Those are so easy to find. First of all, this Terrier Mon's like a pop three and I own all of them. Second of all, it's not. It's not too high at all. Why? Because I've had people pay for PSA 10s. Look. Someone paid, someone paid $95 for PSA 10. Do the 10% fee. It's going to come out to about 105. I'm not scalping anyone. I'm not lying about my prices. I have real information. I can put you on blast at any minute because I am, I'm being honest. I'm being transparent. I would never charge 400, 500 for these cards because they're just not worth that much. But what I do know is that they're at least worth 95 because people pay that price. I got sales records, and that's how you make a market. You go off of actual real sales, not fake, manipulated, deceptive, fraudulent claims. Two different things. That's it for episode 124. Hopefully you guys found that useful. Kind of see the business side of things, the, the market side of things, how stuff actually works. Um, and, and, you know, there are people will argue and say, you know, look, there's none else out there. It's my asking price. True. But you can also rot, right? You can also rot in your asking price. And uh, I try to end this podcast on a good good note, you know, um, but this is just the truth. This is the stuff we have to talk about and hopefully it helps you Digimon guys out there, right? I'm not willing, I'm, I'm not willing to, to buy into this crap that 
that these other guys want to sell you. And I'll, I'll tell you the truth. It sucks right now, you know? So you just got to, you got to wait people out. You got to bring real information to the table. And if, if they agree, then they're a good seller. If they don't agree, they're just trying to rip you off. But anyways, please like, share, subscribe. Helps me out a ton. Join our Discord because it's free. We can talk about this stuff more often. Let me know your thoughts. Come argue with me. I don't care. Lastly, if you really like the podcast, you can support it by clicking any of our links below. Um, it says support this podcast. When you click that one, you can donate as little as 99 cents a month. Helps me keep the lights on here. Look at it. It's nice and pretty. Anyways, thank you guys for watching. I'll see you this Friday for the box break, for the Poke Tower box break. And that's it. Peace. Thank you.